Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of Jace Bellerin Must Die, episode number 15. In fact, congratulations, you've arrived at episode 15. Thanks for coming, everybody. Uh, we Now, we got to have the reaction already to this uh, yeah. when our beloved Torgor arrived in the Zoom call. But uh, how's how's the how's the lay in going over there? Uh, you you know, buddy looks comfy. <laughs> I wish this was just to be like if I was doing a cosplay of uh, Jeff Goldblum, I would be wearing a different shirt. Oh, fuck yeah. And by different shirt, you mean no shirt at all. Unfortunately, I bruised my tailbone. And mm. so uh, sitting and putting any pressure on it is incredibly uncomfortable Mm -hmm. so i'm laying on my side and now my hips just ache all the time (laughs) uh it's a new new weird pains of aging Um, my grandkids don't call me (laughs) (laughs) i would care but i'm in bed by 8 p.m so it's not (laughs) yeah we're actually not seeing the other three grandparents in the room in the same bed with him right now (laughs) right exactly That's all that happened to Grandpa Masood before he went to the chocolate factory. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. It's great. I'm really enjoying that we're developing this thing where, like, simultaneously, Masood is becoming the group grandpa. And every episode, uh, Katie gets younger and younger. (laughs) Dorian Gray shit over here. Nine years old by now. Okay. Come on. We're going to G chat. So, yeah, we have to actually change the rating of the show. It has to be a PG 13 show because of the 13 year old in the group. So, you know, we don't want to offend anybody. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry. I almost. I don't know how to reference being young. Like I was like, just say anything. Yeah, iPads in second grade or something. Yeah. Oh yeah. Katie's like, what do the kids like? Where were you when the like the Y two K craze? Y'all got Mac laptop. I was in high school, so I guess I'm kind of there already. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. I love being the youngin. Yeah. We were told that PowerPoints were dead and to use more interesting websites. That oh, you had like- you had websites when you were a kid. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. I had heard about websites uh, before when I was yeah. a child. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Yep. Well, Masood, thank ask, you for thanks for, for the Nintendo. Thanks for toughing it out and for coming and playing with us despite yeah. your broken ass. Um, I hope that your butt gets better. <laughs> I, I really a hundred percent understand that this is an injury that is. Purely comical. <laughs> what other, what other also warrant just just ridicule over and weird and like they're like legitimate injuries, but like it's yeah. just like humorous. It can be both. It can be both really funny and tragic at the same time. No, that's the great be, thing about yeah, oh, like no, a clown getting stabbed in the head. <laughs> no, that's just straight up funny. <laughs> There's nothing tragic saying. about that. If anyone has any good jokes that they want to make about having a bruised tailbone, tweet them to me mm-hmm. at Maroud Boy, you know, <laughs> and I will use them for stand up and not credit you. Uh, <laughs> so, like I said, good. Yeah, just so you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah, and now it's recorded, so you can't sue me. So, <laughs> yeah, I said it live. You know now. That's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, that's so funny. 
Yeah. I just I'm enjoying the intimate the intimacy it's bringing. You know, just, I'm expecting everyone's yeah. role playing to be more vulnerable. Yeah. <laughs> I'm really just hoping my cat decides to come. Not not I'm broken. trying to make it like she would love to lay on this blanket right now. So is it one of the plushy blankets? It's like a yes. <laughs> <laughs> That she like needs and for whatever oh, reason. Oh, she makes treats, biscuits on the blanket. She makes biscuits on the blanket and treats it like her mother's belly and like will suck on it in weird spots. I, I Apparently it's very calming normal, for her. Yeah. And so I'm like, <laughs> just come, just rest here. She's still pretty young, isn't she? She's getting big. Uh, she's about like eight months. Okay. Yeah. So she probably won't wow. try to, she probably won't nuzzle on it when she's much older but yeah Dang. she'll make biscuits until she's doing, she's doing a lot less of it already which is already a bummer oh no growing up so fast i super loved carlos's disgusted face <laughs> yeah. are you guys so saying make part. biscuits yeah, yeah make, make biscuits, biscuits. <laughs> it's not a euphemism in the way that you like might think because yes yeah, i can see like carlos why if you I don't like, i've never heard that before yeah if you didn't know because the physical behavior it does sound like they're saying something else that's way grosser yeah. it's just when cats i i think and let me ch- i'm not a pet person but i think it's just when cats Pop do quiz. the thing where they like mush on stuff with their hands oh. incorrect no, that's what it is. See, I'm an asshole. <laughs> well, that was yes. I mean, that's a given. We know that. We know that. The reason. <laughs> okay. I mean, the part that's we're not. The part we're not telling. We're not talking about. Uh, and I guess we're gonna have to talk about now is the reason that Masood's butt is broken is because <laughs> TK uh, attacked him with a, a folding chair. So. <laughs> We had an argument after the last episode. Uh, TK just got on a plane and flew out there and just. <laughs> I was just excited to see her at my door. <laughs> just don't make them angry. They will destroy you. Uh, that's that's me. TK spend money on useless flights. Johnson. <laughs> I mean, you got the you have the vengeance fund for a reason, hey, right? Kentucky, like, you, yeah. Also, God, I want fuck you money so bad. My husband, yeah, my husband found the language, young lady. Fund. Now it's now it's just the goes into the rest of the student loans. Mm, mm-hmm. Great. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, unfortunately, not vengeance money. Unfortunately, not. unfortunately, not. That's all right. We can all hope to someday have a revenge fund, and then to never, hopefully, never have to use it on anything. Yeah. Uh, though I will say, I will say this. I think so. T- TK, we uh, I got to do a um, another uh, Ravnica one shot at Magic Fest uh, on oh, the weekend, yeah. and there was a goblin barbarian. Uh, her name was Kiki. Uh, and I feel like the two of you would have gotten along very, very well. <laughs> Too cute. Yeah. Yeah. It was, uh, it was, it was pretty great. It's very hard to do like a concise game in three hours with players you've never played with before. Uh, and with D and D, but it was pretty, it was pretty good. And if I feel like some of the things that, that we, we picked up on in, in this, and I don't know if this is just me like dumping my own Ravnica flavor on things, but like I can feel some similarities. I was like, Oh yeah, good. You get it. You understand. I see how it is. Okay. The, the person playing uh, Ben who was playing Kiki, I was like, Oh, goblins are just like this. Like this is just TK and, and, uh, and Ben didn't have a conversation <laughs> about this. They're just accurately reflecting a real thing. That is true. Like there is something there's something real going on here, and it was very, it was yeah. very satisfying. Goblins are just monsters, but like monsters in a way where you can do horrible things and get away with I it, mean, and everyone's just yes. like, 
Like, Aww, you chopped that guy's legs in, off. Yeah, <laughs> monsters in that, like, the way you would refer to a human being in our world as a monster. Yeah. They're just really angry, murderous toddlers. Mm-hmm. It's like, a, that's got to be a trope, right? Like, that's ro- like Rocket Raccoon is that, too. Yeah. Rocket is I that. Thinking. I was like, Tack is the perfect love child between Rocket Raccoon and every character that Joe Pesci plays. <laughs> That is accurate. Yeah. Every single character. <laughs> what's I like that. What's tax charisma? Do you know uh, off the top? See, yeah, that's the charisma is just such a funny stat because I there's so many characters that I'm like, I love them. They're awful and their charisma is terrible, but it shouldn't be. But well <laughs> My charisma's great. Mm-hmm. Tack less so. Yeah. Yeah, it's hard. That's a hard thing about role playing in general. Like, how do you play a character that's like dramatically personally different from you? Either like way smarter than you are or way more or less charismatic. than you. And you're like, uh, I guess I just say something really smart. I, I don't know <laughs> yeah. what it is, but my character probably would. With Tack, Tack yeah. and I are actually extremely similar in a lot of ways. Tack is just like TK without the, the leash. Mm, mm-hmm. It's just like, hmm. But what if I was as terrible as people think I am? Jesus. <laughs> That's pretty good. I like that. Carlos, we're still friends, right? Oh, yeah. Sort of. If you don't say, if you don't say yes, <laughs> they are getting on a plane right now and okay. your ass's days are numbered. Ben, I'm telling you. Ben, you'll just see me having lunch with Serena and you'll be like, oh, shit. I don't know. <laughs> oh, no. Is this good or bad? <laughs> so funny. It's okay. Oh, oh this... This does remind me of a question that we had while you were muted, Adam. Yes. How um, how closely does this show run to the canonical timeline of what's currently happening mm-hmm. in in Ravnica? We are we are some. I don't know that there's ever like I've never seen a uh, like a calendar showing like each uh, each day and when things happened leading up to it. But I I think right now we are in between. The first of the most three, the three most recent expansions for Ravnica. So Guilds of Ravnica and Allegiance. We're in between those two. So all okay. of the chaos of uh, of war will come later uh, if we get there. Because I thought I read something about like now Niv-Mizzet is the guild pack. So I was like, interesting. Everything, everything goes super weird, uh, fairly soon, but we've got some time. We got some time to play around first. Okay, cool. Well, we, yeah, we get to find out right now that it's all our fault. Like what magic the gathering is too afraid to tell you. (laughs) Which is that behind the scenes. Well, when you're, when you're doing a game that's set in like an existing universe and not just a campaign setting, like the forgotten realms, but a game with like an ongoing storyline that is, doesn't involve you. Like if you're playing a star Wars game or playing a game set in Ravnica, like there's stuff going on, there's canonic things that are occurring and you kind of, I find you either have to like, make them the main focus. So you're like, you are playing as Han Solo and Luke Skywalker and whatever, and you're, you're doing the thing or you have to Rosencrantz and Guildenstern that shit and be like, it's all happening in the background, like outside the window. We see this thing going on, but we're preoccupied with this other story that's happening in between these things. Um, so yeah, the characters, the characters and the, and the stuff that'll happen in, in war, that's all kind of ongoing inevitability, but it is also totally possible. We could find out that you have some intentional or otherwise, uh, effect on that stuff. Cool. We'll just have to kill all of them. 
Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can certainly try. You can certainly have a go at it. Um, Rude. But I mean, the thing is, like, the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica does a good job of not giving you stats for any of those people. Like, you just can't. In the way a D&D character is capable, you just can't go after someone like like Chandra or Dovin or whatever because they don't have stats. They're just they're planeswalkers. They're just like impossible to defeat. So you have to destroy like their agents or like fight them in some other meaningful way or build a big conspiracy to try to kill them. Um, but it's not as easy as just like I attack. I attack until they have no more hit points and then I win. Yeah. Um, what if Chase is sleeping and I do in this to win? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and that's the thing. It's like trying to find out a solution to the impossible problem. So Guys, that's, I got your, it. that's your job. Yeah. Just wait till he's asleep. Definitely. Gonna, <laughs> Torgor is just going to wait till he's asleep behind where does he sleep? in his bedroom. Nobody uh, even knows where he is right now. He's just like around. He's on a business trip. He went out to get cigarettes. I'm sure he'll be back. Just like my dad. It's not true. My dad is very loving. (laughs) Yeah, I'm sorry. Chad, if any of your dads are like Jace Bellerin, please get help. Like, just (laughs) find an adult and just... just... If your dad is Jace Bellerin... No, we've made a specialized hotline called (laughs) 1-800-LIKE-JACE. If your dad is actually Jace Bellerin, well, my God, no one can help you. No one can help you, but... I do. I do like that. I do like that plan, Monsieur. Just wait for him to have like a couple of extra Bud Light limes, and then just once he falls asleep on the couch, of course, just the beverage of choice. Go yeah. at him with a bat. <laughs> Listen, Jace likes to. He likes to let his hair down. He likes to crack a brewski once in a while. It's cool. What the hell is a brewski? <laughs> yeah, you know, it's like a cool way to say a beer. Obviously. We can't. <laughs> have you really never heard that that phrase no that, i've heard it i just wanted yeah. you to feel embarrassed for using it listen i wasn't using it i was just saying that's the kind of thing jace would say jace okay. all the time you know a lot about jace for not liking him <laughs> so affection is a circle and on one side is love and on the other is hate and they're real close together but you gotta go all the way around the other side but the gap is only this big in the middle yeah it's a very thin taint between love and <laughs> Jesus uh, it's good word choice I ate so many ice cream sandwiches <laughs> let's do it what? you had ice cream sandwiches for breakfast yes Okay. Also, lactose intolerant, so we gotta. I'm on a timeline. <laughs> <laughs> Lactate, just like it's an option. <laughs> can't yeah. tell me what to do, Dad. Okay, that's true. Uh, that's true. Grandpa you can't even. Yeah, so you can't even stand up. You can't tell <laughs> me what to do. I'm gonna eat my banana bread. All right, I'm gonna sit here eat my banana bread. <laughs> all right. Good. <laughs> it's good stuff. It's good what stuff. I don't know. This is the kind of content you just can't get anywhere else. Chad, this is it. This is what happens. Crying off all my eyeshadow. Yeah. I think, I mean, I think we're here to play Dungeons and Dragons. I think that was the plan. There's some like actual serious shit going on. Uh, So let's get to that. Let's do that thing. So we've got a couple of, we got a couple of options for where we want to start today's episode. There's, there's really two kind of main situations going on, right? Like you, you were still separated into two groups of two last time. Uh, we had, uh, road and Torgor, I think. And you had Triska at your apartment looking disdainful as usual, disapproving of your choices. And then Tack and Tack and Winnegar were at Host in the Shell with Wenzel, 
poor, confused Wenzel, who you are technically under orders to deliver to uh, to the to the Rose. She wants him for something related to his connection to his brother, most like. Um, I thought I thought was the order to hold on until. She yeah. found where to put him. Yeah, like you okay. can't you can't just you have to hang on to him, but eventually turning him over to her is the goal, right? And to her uh, so that she can right. she can uh, send him along to the greater uh anti-Jace conspiracy, right? So for right now though, you've got you have the package. Uh it just has not been delivered. Um but let's let's start with Torgor and uh and Road for for a moment. Um what are you going to do with what are you going to do with Triska? Because she right now she's looking maybe more disheveled uh than you have ever seen her road, which for Triska is like there's like a single hair out of place and like maybe one of her epaulets is slightly like right. off center from the others. So she's she's wearing um she's like a yeah. plain clothes like a detective basically. So she's wearing just like regular clothes. Um, but her, her jacket is like unbuttoned, um, and you're all a little bit damp from the, from the rain. There has just been a combat situation with the Rakdos. She shot someone in the back. Um, and so she's, you can, you can see on the surface, she is the usual like cold, uh, disciplined Azorius Senate member that, that you're used to, but there's just like the tiniest like twitch in one eye that indicates to you that she is crumbling on the inside. Um, what are you, yes. what are you going to do? She's, she's just like very focused on how shitty and messy your, she thinks your apartment is, even though it's totally not, yeah. but you can see her like focusing her energy on judging you instead of processing what the hell's happening. Uh, so yeah. Yeah. Um, okay. I move, um, a rack of clothes out of the way of the couch first. So everyone has a place to sit. Uh-huh. Um, and then I, I go to the fridge and I pull out probably some uh, sushi and some wine. And I just kind of quietly just kind of like make three glasses of wine. Um, and then kind of just... time to grocery shop? Um, <laughs> or says this out loud, like what, like watching all this happen to Torgor yeah. never finds time to go like you know with everything running around like wow wine you just gotta pick one day a week to do your grocery shopping and then exactly. grocery shop on that day no matter what and that's just what you have to do wow so wait, how fresh is that sushi then pretty fresh pretty fresh okay Torgor's okay. the so. weirder things that's fine alright yeah <laughs> Um, yeah, so, um, Rhoda just kind of, like, sits everybody down. She thought that, like, I guess her sister coming to the apartment for her first time would be a lot different. I think that it would be under the guise of, like, I don't know, in Rhoda's head, she probably imagined it being, like, Trissica coming to her and being like, you were right, the Azoria sucks, I was wrong. <laughs> um, which is just how she sort of envisioned it. Um, this is very, very far away from that. Um, so she just kind of like sits down um, and just kind of like gestures to Triska and goes, I'm just going to, I'm going to let you start and we can just go from there. 
She just like hands her a glass of wine. She takes it and she looks at it. And then she puts it down on the on the coffee table. She does use a coaster if they are made available to her. They are. They're a okay. coaster. So she very, bad. very deliberately with the glass in one hand, reaches out with the other hand, slides a coaster over to the, the front of her, sets the glass down without drinking any of it, and looks at you. And she takes a couple of breaths. And just like slow breath in through the nose, back out. She does this two or three times. And then she says, What do you mean you want me to start? You and your friend, and she looks over at Torgor, who I'm just now assuming is just laying on the couch <laughs> because I can't envision him in any other way. Because I guess maybe a Rakdos hit him in the butt real hard with a hammer. <laughs> oh, no. Scoot- I like that. Oh, no. It's going to flame really just singed his backside really hard. He's got an ice pack yeah. on there. Like, it really hurts. I'm just taking yeah. a short rest. Taking a rest. So, so yeah, uh, looks, looks over. So you and your friend... Need to explain what's going on here. Yeah. Yeah. No, that's fair. Uh, well, <laughs> no, um, fair. I, I think what Road would like to say is like, where do you want to start? Like, uh, what, what, what's it most intriguing to find out from us? Did you start that fire in the Guild Plaza? Neither Torgor nor I started either of those fires. Yes. Any of the fires. We're not fire starters. You know that's not what I mean. I mean the general you. You and the people that you spend time with now. Um... What other questions might you have? Yeah, do you have a different <laughs> question you want to start with? Can, can we I put a pin in that one? No, 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 because no. that can that like honestly be the answer that like like we cannot tell her? Like, can that be the sort of notion? No, of- no, that's definitely what Torgor and Rose say. They're like, mm-hmm. okay. Yeah. Um, you can't even tell me that. What am I even doing uh, here? Okay, how about it? Okay, we'll tell you stuff. Things. Here's the thing, though. You're sort of the only person on the playing board right now who's still even remotely concerned with playing by the rules. Mm -hmm. Yeah, like, what's up with these ornithopters? That's that's like a whole thing within itself. Um, so I want you to understand that us telling you anything is not going to help you. It's not going to help your livelihood. It's not going to help your safety. It's not going, it will not do anything beneficial for you right now. And genuinely as your sister, I I would love for you to just walk away. You have to know I can't do that. What's stopping you? 
Look at what the Azores has become. Like I, you don't. She she shakes she, she shakes her head and you can see that she's taking this like it's it's personal. This is about you and her and an argument that you had years ago, right? Where you just couldn't mm-hmm. handle it, you couldn't hack it at Azorius Academy, and you failed because you couldn't have the discipline that she has. Uh, and she she says, um, so it's the same old thing with you. You, you just you, just because you don't like the rules. Doesn't mean you can break them. Okay. I, I swore an oath, and she like touches her her badge. It's my job to protect people, to uphold the law. Whether I agree with how it's being upheld yeah. or not isn't the point. Somebody has to make sure that there's order. Otherwise, all that's left is. And she just looks over at Torgor. Chaos. Chaos gets people hurt. Yeah. So you're proud to uphold the order that Dovin Bond will be making for you? The adjudicator is just one part in a... Listen, there's more going on here than you... She, like, scowls. She's like, of course you don't understand. I do. I do understand. And I think that part of you getting over this is you kind of coming to coming to the fact with... Oh no! I know, just tragic. It's <laughs> like, what? What do I have to do? How do I get over it? She'll never know. She'll, you she'll froze. never find out. Stressful part. I froze. Yeah. Froze. Oh no! You froze during I your, froze. your monologue. Right. <laughs> my, not during my monologue. No. Okay. I'll have to switch Wi-Fi's at some point, but I'm too afraid to mess up everything Adam's worked so hard for. Um, <laughs> That's how I make um, most of my decisions. Because <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm on. I, I'm. On, I need to. I need to switch to a different version of my Wi-Fi. Um, it's being a bad boy. We'll work it out. Okay. Um, but then everything will go wrong. So we'll see. <laughs> um, so yeah. Um, oh gosh, where did where did where did I where were we lost? I believe you were telling um, her how she couldn't handle the truth. Oh, thank you. Yes, uh, you can't handle the truth. So you're, you, you had said you had said that like you're you're bringing up like Dovin and the adjudicator being like, this is the. Are you okay with the way it's the law is being upheld? Uh, yeah. And yeah. Um, I think that what you need to understand is that your guild is compromised, and even though you still might be a pure, clean good agent uh upholding truth and law um no no that's that's it's just you it's just you <laughs> the dismount <laughs> she she yeah she shakes she shakes her Rose, head i was like finished her glass of wine <laughs> like drinking her wine already finished her wine. She's, yeah she's so she's yeah. she's shaking her head and and uh and she uh she's like can't believe you i mean look at the look at the people that you're spending your time with she gestures okay. at torgor torgor is like take one dig five <laughs> digs careful all right yeah this is listen torgor 
is more than his guild. And I think that's a thing that you're um, failing to see right now. Also you're more than your guild, right? And that's something that you're failing to see right now. I joined the Azorius because um, I believe in I believe in their mission. Go. And she she's like scowling and she's just like, I don't understand why you can't just tell me the truth. Are you trying to protect him? No. Torgor needs something. <laughs> Rook kind of laughs. She's like, oh, no. Yeah, Torgor also like, um, was like, mm-hmm. All right, so uh, let's, Katie. Why don't we, when you get back, uh, we'll 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 get you to switch your Wi-Fi over. Well, let's jump over to uh, Winnegar and Great. Uh, and TK. If you wanna, if you wanna do the switch now, you can. Uh, I will I will repair everything on the fly because I can do that. I don't want you to have to wait until we take a break. So yeah, go ahead and go ahead and mess with that if you need to. Um, so Winnegar and and Tack. Meanwhile, uh, let's jump over to the to the two of you. So. What set the scene for me? So <laughs> Wenzel is here. Wenzel is uh, confused at at best. He's still got something going on uh, with his brain uh, as the result of uh, whatever interrogation uh, was uh, was happening to him. Um, and uh, you have all the all the pastries you can eat. Uh, you can hear someone doing karaoke uh, in the uh, in the distance through the walls. Yeah, I think um, we're just trying like a uh, like we're babysitting. So we're just trying to make sure he doesn't freak out anymore. Um, We're waiting for the others to show back up. And um, yeah, I think getting on each other's nerves (laughs) because we're all three of us are crammed in this little room. Take babysitting. How long does it take Winnegar to suggest a song to karaoke? Hey, how about we sing some karaoke? (laughs) (laughs) It's pretty quick. Of course. As soon as the math equation is done. Yeah, it's like during the math equation. He's like, hey, buddy, why don't you check out? Or we can sing. No, no, check this out first. Uh, I like this cutaway. It's like, what? It's like, why can't you just tell me what's going on? Hey, everybody, why don't we just sing? (laughs) Like, like what's actually happening at a karaoke in the other room. It's like, who are you protecting? I think Wenzel, like, going through the Ravnica Spice Girls albums. (laughs) I think when you... When you um when you set the the paper in front of uh, Wenzel and we're like, hey, help me with this like math stuff, like he did, and then it kind of got him focused on doing like like he's there's a bunch of paper out in front of him. There's like diagrams and like mathematical equations and what have you all like drawn out on them, uh, and he's he's barely paying attention to uh, to you anymore. In fact, he seems like intensely focused on whatever it is that he's he's drawing. Okay, uh, I'm going to uh, keep the song on loop and uh, start talking. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's uh, I don't even know what song it would be. I guess uh, uh, Lou Vega's Mambo Number Five. Mm, <laughs> no. Good, good, Mambo Number Five. Ba, ba. <laughs> <laughs> I super love that song. <laughs> like I would definitely. I want the Disney remix. <laughs> <laughs> okay. 
And uh, I'm just going to, like, Tech and I are just talking in the corner. I'm just going to be talking to Tech in the corner. Yeah. Winnegar would have to talk to Tech because Tech, like, gets five minutes in, eats a broken man's cookie, and is just like, hmm, how can I antagonize this (laughs) sad person? So I think we should, you know, just hang out here a little bit, wait for the others, and then, I don't know, it feels like a pasta kind of night tonight. Does he need all fingers for whatever we're supposed to be? <laughs> okay. Um, listen, I distract. I did distraction number one. I'm working on number two. Um, yeah, if we can just, you know, like really focus and not take any fingers from anyone, that would okay. be great. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. hmm I hear what you're saying. Sounds good. Oh, good. Does the rose need need him alive or? Yes. Wow. <laughs> It's it's pretty much the only rule we had. <laughs> like, <laughs> bring him alive. Super bored. So I get that. I get that. Um, I don't know. You want to go kill some rats in the alley or something? Kill a rat. <laughs> I don't. I don't know. I don't know how killing works. <laughs> What do you even do on your free time? That's a little bit of daisies, I see. <laughs> oh, I love this part. <laughs> yeah, it's like they both stop for a minute and they're like, bump, bump, bump. <laughs> Why did we have to break him out of jail? Um, remember the Rose wanted him? Said yeah, that, besides that, why she want him? Oh, yeah, I have no idea. I'm more what's called a yes man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you I definitely are. Oh, 100%, sir. <laughs> oh, wow. That's fucking weird. I, <laughs> <laughs> I why know. did you take all his stuff? What, Wenzel's stuff? Yeah. That's in this room with us. Um, I don't know. Maybe there's something we can use. Maybe there's something that, like, he can use. He's actually pretty smart. I would believe that, but you haven't gone through any of the stuff. I'm sorry. I've been hoarding this guy's stuff. But I've been doing a great jailbreak today. I didn't have time to go through it. Tax gonna like ex- because tax lost a day mm. with all of you. So there's a lot that Tack doesn't know. Tack didn't go with Winnegar and <laughs> Tor beat Wenzel. Mm-hmm. This is a dude they're breaking out of prison. Yeah. Uh, Past tense like, broke Tack's out of prison. Like, you yeah. did it. It happened. Yeah, we did it. You I successfully did it. Did Specifically it. me. Yeah. And so Tax like looking at Winnegar, looking at Wenzel, looking at this room full of Wenzel's stuff. Is this your boyfriend? No, this is my... Did we spend the whole time breaking your boyfriend out of prison? No, he's just like, I don't know. He was my friend, but now he is not so much my friend. He's but, not your friend. But we might be becoming friends. Probably for the best. This no. entire conversation is taking place two feet away from him. I was about to say. <laughs> Tack does not care. Tack oh, talks yeah. sure. in front of them all the time. Mm-hmm. Right now, I don't think I would be good for anyone as far as a friend goes. I agree. I've, I've got this weird misery thing following me around. Yeah, Where kind of I make friends with yeah. someone, I like smash them up. Super weird. It's so bad. 
well, this was a good talk, buddy. Uh, one finger. <laughs> what? One finger? Tack's like already pulling a knife out. No, leave, leave him alone. Listen, there's plenty of fingers in the world. I mean, who's going to stop me, though? Um, I will. I'll really? be the one that stops you. Yeah? Yeah. Wait, why are you happy about that? You want to trade one of your fingers for his? No, that's not, it's not a trade. I'll actually stop you. How? I don't, I, I, um, (laughs) I. Pulls the dagger out a little bit further. (laughs) Oh, you want to go down this road? Huh? Is this the road you want to go down? Yeah, I just want to see. Tack, come on, please don't hurt me. (laughs) (laughs) This is how Tack's having fun now. It's like, oh, I can't antagonize the sad boy. I'll antagonize the sad boy's boyfriend. (laughs) (laughs) Go get me a parfait and I won't cut your finger off. I can't. No, I'm not gonna, you, you're standing in front of six parfaits right now. I'm not going to get you more parfaits. Those are room temperature. <laughs> well, you should have ate them when they brought them. Right, and there's like six like full-size, untouched ice cream parfaits just slowly melting onto the table. Tap will pick up a parfait and like slowly start to upend it. Just on the oh floor. Oh, my God. Don't. Not in our house. Don't. This is carpet. No, don't. <laughs> don't do it. Who's going to doesn't even approve of this. <laughs> this level of sad. Yeah, big, a big lump of vanilla ice cream slides off of the top of it and uh, in slow motion plunges to the floor. Tech, if you do that, I'm going to call Nerm. Just slowly. Like... <gasps> <laughs> Tech picks up another parfait. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, you do it. You do it. And you're, you're just asking me to invite Nerm to this party. Plop. <laughs> Bloom just dumps him on the floor. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Several, several splatters of ice cream, maybe a little bit of syrup uh, hit, hit the toe of your boot vinegar as they splash on the floor. Oh my, this is what we've been doing for the past several hours. So whatever <laughs> plot you got going on. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just wanted to see if you wanted to have a conversation, but this is good. This if this is what it's <laughs> like, just like in, it. intense psychological warfare. Uh, then cool, good. All right, uh, Whitaker, you're slowly being broken down by tech. Yeah, right. <laughs> uh, cool. All right. Um, well, let's let's cut back to uh, back to the apartment. Uh, and uh, Road, would you like to would you like to continue attempting to communicate with your sister? Yes. Okay. Um. <laughs> Rhoda's poured herself another glass of wine uh-huh. uh, and goes listen, so the thing that you can know is that we are externally outside of our guilds working to make Ravnica a better place that's what I got for you have any idea how many people have committed horrible, horrible crimes in the name of making Ravnica a better place? 
Do we want to guess the percentage of them that were Azorius, or do you think ah, that that's Damn! <laughs> she lights on fire and then just blows away. That's it. She just you just kill her instantly with your horrific words. Roll for psychic damage. Yeah, right. Just massive, massive this psychic thing is it's usually Triska getting one up on Road and Road feeling like very like bumbly and like I um oh um but Road is bottomed out. She's just kind of like, well, we're here right now, aren't we? And Torvar's, she's just sort of like this. As soon as that said Torvar's mouth's agape, like almost putting a <laughs> roll in his mouth, just like <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, make a um let's have you make a persuasion uh check. I wanna okay. see I want to see how she how she reacts to that. Okay, it's a six and a five. Oh, she's mad. She gets mad. She she stands up, uh, and she uh, she says, uh, "Road, you're ignorant." You've always been ignorant. You couldn't hack it in the Senate. And so you ended up in that zone with those weirdo friends of yours. And things are just getting worse. I was doing fine until you showed up asking for favors. And she turns and looks at Torgor and she says, you're coming with me. You're under arrest. Let's go. You're not taking them. And she, sorry. she takes a half step towards Torgor. Like she starts walking I, towards you. I shout, the guild pack is flawed. <laughs> <laughs> Continues to lay on the couch. <laughs> like, <laughs> and the guilt pick is flawed. All right, it, it it doesn't make sense. You know this, and I know this, and we also know you can't be infallible and be alive. It's impossible. Those things that are patrolling our city. They are alive and infallible, which means something is not right. So all of this is about Dovin Ban. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Behind Dovin yeah. Ban, whoever's pulling his strings. <laughs> make a uh, make a persuasion check, Torgor. Okay. Road helps by keeping her mouth shut. So <laughs> you got a six. So you just, yeah, shut, shut, shut. Get out of yeah. here. <laughs> Not a performance. No, no. You're trying to persuade no. her. Yeah, that's fair. <gasps> Twenty. That's a good roll. That's a really that's good, a good roll. You, um, yeah, you see her. Like her body language changes. She isn't like. I'm ready for a fight uh, anymore. Uh, her her shoulders slump slightly. Like she's still on guard. She still holds herself with uh, like there's still that energy there, but it's not directed at like dragging you off the couch and into some handcuffs. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, and she nods just like slightly, and she says, been unsettled by those things ever since we had them installed there's something about there's something about the uh, adjudicator that I I don't like so it makes me uneasy but it doesn't mean you can just go around burning down guild halls and murdering people 
is still technically illegal, whether you're, what are you doing? <laughs> and she, this is addressed like generally, like what is going on here? Like, please just help me understand. <laughs> I can't I I can't tell you if I I just Can I, I Torgor mean, gets up and like says like one minute and like pulls road to the side and is like maybe it would be nice to have someone in the Senate. Maybe it would be nice for Rose to have a friend on the inside. I don't know if I want that. (laughs) Well, either Triska finds out or I go to jail or you never talk to her again. Or, a voice, a voice in Rhodes' head. It sounds a lot like tacos. Just kill her. I'm not saying it'd solve all our problems, but it would solve one. Sibling side, do it. Would never. Mm-hmm. Um, well, so that's the thing. Like Road, are you are you afraid of of revealing the conspiracy to your sister because you're afraid that just like she was a better cop than you, she would be a better secret conspiracy guy than you? <laughs> Because like, you know, that- you know, if you include her in this in the conspiracy, she will try to be better than you at it. Oh, my oh God. no! I'm like, no, 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 I will kill Jace Bell. Oh my God! <laughs> Y'all dunking on each other left and right. I can't. I know. I know that Road is generally a very petty being. Um, mm-hmm. But like, I think that like. To a, to a certain extent, she does value Triska's happiness. Um, and I don't think Rhoda's felt happy a single day that she's been doing this job. And so <laughs> it's kind of like, oh, you'd be stuck with this. Um, so there's kind of like, there's no, there's no like having a boyfriend and having a like really fun life if you do this. Um, and I think that, like, like her parents, like, they still get to have, like, one good, successful sibling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, like, which gives Rhoda, like, all the comfort she needs to be as shitty as she wants, because at least her parents has always had, like, one successful sibling. Um, and so Ro kind of, like, turns around and she looks at Triska and she goes, if it ruined everything for you. Would you still want to know? She she nods. She's like, of course. Of course, I didn't join the Senate so that I could... It's not about me. It's about doing the right thing, and sometimes that's hard. Is it about doing the right thing, or is it about upholding the law? Because you need to pick right now. They're the same thing. They're not the same thing. (laughs) And thus (laughs) thus we come to the the crucial argument, and this is a fight you've had with her before, right? Where she's like, 
if it wasn't ethical, it wouldn't be the law. And you're like, they're not the same. One is like, they're different things. And so like, this just brings you right back to a conversation that you've had with her over and over that she believes that if, if it's the law, that must mean it's right because it comes from like a higher place. She trusts in the structures of power. Triska, Triska, I broke a man out of Azorius custody today and found out that he was being tortured well in there. I, I, and then I had a lawyer offer to switch someone in his place to suffer his fate if I only wanted that other body instead, even though whoever they'd be putting in his place had committed no crime. You are being purposefully ignorant if you choose to continue believing in your system. All right, let's make one last persuasion check. She's gonna leave regardless, but this is this is whether she Am leaves. I let her leave? Yeah, I oh, mean, unless God. unless you're like unless Torgor just closes the door threateningly, in which case this is gonna be a whole other thing. I just said oh, five, six, a seven, and an eight. <laughs> oh my God! Wow. wow, you know they're getting better though. They are they getting are better. Getting you're slowly better. climbing up from the failure hole, so you get a seven. So. You just admitted to her that you broke somebody out of prison. Uh, you're you're in the in the company of a uh, the of a of a known and wanted criminal, but she's alone and there's two of you. So she she's like grits her teeth and she says, "I'm leaving." Rudd moves in front of the door. <laughs> Torgord once again says, "If she wants to know." Let her come at the price. Yeah, if you block the door road, she like puts a hand on her, like threateningly on her like wand holster and looks at you like, get out of my way. Road is still standing there. Um, and she just kind of leans against it and she says, listen, I don't, I don't want you to get hurt, but I need to know what you're doing. Because you're my sister, I'm going to pretend that we never had this conversation. I'm going to leave your apartment. I'm going to go back to the Senate and I'm going to get back to work. And if I ever see you again, and she turns to Torgor, you're coming back with me and you're going to jail. But for now, I just want to go home. So Road, get out of my way. Uh, there's like a really long silence, I think. Mm-hmm. Torgor goes and writes a note in the really long silence. <laughs> like, 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 truly. And like, walk, then walks up to where uh, Road and Triska are against the door and like, looks at Road like, she has to leave. You have to let her go. I need to know one more thing. That person who isn't part of the Azorius, who you saw, do you know anything about them? She shakes her head. No. I can't, I can't do anything about that from here. I've got a long list of shit I need to get done. 
if you see her again, we, she tried to kill me. So if you would just let me know. And Rod opens the door. Okay. Torgor, like, is like, thank you for saving my life and, you know, tries to shake her hand. <laughs> does, does, does she do it? Are no, I, I don't, I don't, like, I don't think so. Um, I, like, I see... I think she wouldn't. Yeah, she wouldn't shake her hand, but she she stops long enough to acknowledge that you that you like said something. And if you want to make it clear, like, hey, I'm trying to give you this thing. Is it? Um, yeah. Is it notable in my hand? Do yeah. I- and are you trying to do this so Road doesn't notice? Make an yes. insight okay. check, please. So yeah, it's gonna be it's gonna be a uh, sleight of hand check for Torgor. Insight, insight, uh, please. And then Road, uh, it'll be perception to see if you notice it. it. Yeah. Okay. Well. Here's for a nine and a ten. DC, DC's fourteen. Fuck, I'm gonna fourteen. So bad. I'm so nervous. Please. <laughs> hey, Twenty. Whoa. Okay. Twenty. So you, yes. you see it. You see it happen. Uh, you see Torgor pass. Uh, pass a note to. Oh, I uh, to Triska. I so she, intercept immediately. Yeah. I would like to grab his wrist. Okay. All right. So yeah, you do that. And so Torgor, you're like, go to pass like, it to her, and she she I, stops. With yeah. the other hand, I want to slam the door on Triska. <laughs> Okay. All right. Does the note drop before the door slams? Um, I don't think Triska gets a hold of it. I think the the things like with with Road getting a success here, like intercepting the the handoff. Yeah. So Road, you slam the door shut, and Triska, we see her outside in the hallway, uh, and there's there's some like old like goblin lady like with her door open, just like peering into the hall because she heard all the yelling, uh, and. Uh, Triska just like shakes her head and puts her hands up like I I'm done with this and she walks away. Um meanwhile in the apartment I I like slowly reach down and pick up the note. In it you'll see it says if you want to find the truth I'll let you know. Road slowly like looks back up at Torgor. And she says, Torgor, if you get involved with my family, <laughs> I will kill yourself. Okay, it's all right. Look, <laughs> it's not like that. First and foremost, I'm already betrothed to Rose till I die in two months. All right. That's <laughs> in the meantime, this isn't I, funny. This isn't a joke. Well, okay. Well, I don't think it's your place. To withhold her from knowing this is she wants my to family, and if you get involved again, I will kill you myself. We're all free people. We all have our choices that we make, and if someone wants to know the truth, we should not stand in the way of that. Rod like throws the note in the trash can. What are we doing here then? What 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 is even the purpose of of us? Do you understand the um, the phrase secret organization? Or is that just like an optional part of the equation for you? No, I get it. I killed someone from my guild today. I killed two people from my guild today in order to keep a secret. I get it. Ooh. But why are we doing it? If you lose sight of that in the middle of it, then what's the purpose of it all? Deep down, Torgor is Rakdos is chaos, is the choice to make what your choice is. If we inhibit that, if we limit it, and if you stop someone from even (laughs) 
torture is just like frustrating. It's like, it's like, you don't even know me. <laughs> but like truly, and like ghosts yeah. stand outside. Yeah. Cause he also now has become addicted to cigarettes after smoking. <laughs> <laughs> like, right after the stress smoking of the last yeah. episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. Um, I guess Road like probably like takes a moment to collect herself and probably like changes clothes and puts like six bottles of wine into whatever bag and into her nondescript bag to take back <laughs> to the hotel. Okay. Um, yeah, and then, and, then, and then the two of you head back that way, mm-hmm. and then we both head back in silence. I think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Cool. The most uncomfortable is it train ride of all time, where the two of you are just kind of like tense and like staring at each other without saying anything. Yeah, I like it. So you you arrive uh, at the host in the shell. Um, not too much longer uh, after that, it's a fairly straight shot up through to the edge of the precinct. And um, when you get there, uh, you uh, you are. I mean, the place is in, it's a fairly like successful business. So there's, there's people around and, uh, you get the, the nod from the staff and, uh, you head back to your, your room, which is like the karaoke room with the out of service sign on it. Uh, and when they arrive, when Rode and Torgor get there, what is, what's happening, Tack uh, and Winnegar? There's ice cream on the, there's ice cream on the floor. I think, I so think you should absolutely ask Winnegar what's happening. Because if you ask me, it's going to be worse than what it actually is. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. I think mm-hmm. as soon as Rode and Torgor open the door, they see uh, uh, Wenzel working in the corner. And when they look down, it's just Tack pushing Winnegar's head into the parfait. He's like, <laughs> eat it, eat it, eat it. <laughs> like, I don't want to eat it. It's room temperature. <laughs> oh, no. And then we both just like stop. We're like, oh, hey guys. Like, Rod pulls a bottle of wine out of her bag. <laughs> she just immediately is like, oh, this will continue. You guys have been gone a long time. Winninger did we this. Have- got bored. Yeah, we, we kind of got bored. It's okay. <laughs> Mambo number five. Is it okay? It's okay. Winninger? Are you okay? Yeah, it's all in good fun. I can get up at any time. You can <laughs> cry? Like, I'm not crying. You're crying. <laughs> Turner walks okay. over to the jukebox and just, like, play something else. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, good call. <laughs> um, hey, so how long do you think we got to wait here until you-know-who gets you-know-who? Uh, we have to take... Wenzel to you know who. So we don't have to take Wenzel to you know who. We have to wait until you know whose instructions. I would start listening to her instead of staring at her. Wow. 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 Hey, yeah, so uh, it's clear to Tack and Winger, something's going on. Like, there is very, it's very prickly in here. (laughs) (laughs) Like, uh, we could wait forever or we could just send a message, let her know that we completed. It's our job to wait. Our messaging systems have been compromised, Torgor. It's like you don't know me at all. Mm. Um, Wow. wow. (laughs) Pack has been like like, wiping their hands off on Winnegar's clothes, but now they're just kind of (laughs) like... Parfait? (laughs) Okay, uh, I think we should just like hang tight here uh, a minute, but um, 
how'd it go with your sister? I'm guessing not good. Is she, is she well, you followed? Did you make sure you guys weren't followed? We were vaguely. Rod, Rod would have made sure that she wasn't, she would have taken precautions. Um, well, we weren't arrested, so it's a win. Okay. <sighs> what do you think, what do you think the Rose is going to do with um, the little guy? This yeah, is the first so, time I like notice. Yeah. Yeah, Road and Road and Dura, you, you notice him now. So there's a like a low table, uh, like a coffee table, and he's sitting on the floor with his legs under it, like folded under him, and there's papers. Now he started he started with whatever actual blank paper you had, um, but very quickly covered both sides of it and then just started like writing on like napkins and whatever he could get his hands on, like overwriting uh existing writing on like a menu. Um, and yeah, there's all of these like complex geometric diagrams and, uh, he's been doing like fairly complex math and he just seems very focused on, on this pile of papers He's muttering to himself and he like, grabs another piece and starts like writing and in, in between the lines of the last thing that he wrote and he just, he seems very, very intent on whatever he's doing. Um, yeah, I want to uh, pick up some of the writing that he has, see if I recognize anything he's doing. Otherwise, I'm just going to be like, he's going crazy in here. <laughs> and like, yeah. and kind of like show him like, this is crazy. Like, is this crazy? If Winninger picks up some of his um, napkins or whatever, is it crazy talk or does it actually like, is it genius? Make, a, um, make an arcana check. Oh, welcome to the club, buddy. So, oh, this club sucks. So you got a six. Um, I think that you are uh, you're smart enough to know that it's just like above your head. So it's hard to say whether like gotcha. it's all very complex and to the point where it's complex, theoretical, non-practical stuff. And it could be genius or it could be horseshit, but you don't have the chops to like check the math on it. Gotcha. This this guy actually um actually I don't even know what this is at this point. Um but he's Christ really Christ. into it. <laughs> what? Tech. Come on. Sorry. Help me out here. Just you're just not a very good nerd today. I just don't know what to tell you. I'm not a super nerd. This guy's <laughs> ridiculously <Clearly>. nerdy. <laughs> this guy's I don't want to be a super nerd, Tech. <laughs> no one does. I think <laughs> I would feel, I mean, I like this guy and I'd feel this like a little bit better if I knew the Rose wasn't going to kill him or something. Oh, weird. whatever she does, I, you need all his fingers, but that's fine. Whatever. He's probably, I mean, if she needed him dead, we would have brought him dead. Maybe she's I mean, gonna marry him and then it the, like makes a side eye at Torgor. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what happened to you guys. It's really weird and it's super intense, but whatever it is, just get rid of it, okay? Wash it out. I want both of you to shake it out. Can both of Your you shake it out? Your shirt is covered in parfait. I don't, I cannot take you seriously. What, I mean, I got most of it, okay? Some of it's just sticky. I'm gonna have to get a hand wipe or something and find a mirror, but that doesn't mean that I can't be a good friend and you can be a good friend too. So just, you know. Get it out of your system. Maybe punch each other once in the face. Yes. No. <laughs> no. No. Tor, like Road goes out. Or like Torgor takes out like 
holds his face out like, yes, punch me. Like, just do punch it once. Him. Why are you If I punch it once, I won't stop. So there, that's kind of No, you punch guys it. just get one punch. Do one punch and then we're moving on. One punch, one kiss. Nope. What? Tack. Stop it. <laughs> 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 I was like Tack was secretly in the Rakdos. Like, do you do you like get this? Like <laughs> I think this is the thing with Tack is that they are interested specifically in what is interesting to Tack, and mm-hmm. them being in the Rakdos would be a waste <laughs> because mm-hmm. then it makes it work. <laughs> uh Torgor raises up his fists and goes. I get I shouldn't have interfered with your family. It's not my place to say. But you're I don't want you to lose sight of why we're doing this. And like punches past her, but like very close to her face. Uh, uh, Rhoda, Rhoda has like a bottle of wine in her hand that she's now opened and is just sort of like staring at Torgor and um take a second and shakes her head and she says um yeah i'm i'm glad you understand this um but if you think for a second i've lost sight of my job then you've then i clearly have nothing to say to you great we're friends again Awesome. <laughs> feels a little bit better. Like, okay, I understand a little bit more about why Rhodes angry. It wasn't for the reason I thought. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. I mean, that's the thing is like threats of threats of violence and like extreme uh, emotional like trauma. That's like that's normal Rakdos behavior, right? Like they got a whole the whole tears for fears primal scream going on. <laughs> No yeah. problem. So, like, that kind of, like, cathartic negative emotion stuff, Torgor probably has a pretty good handle on it, right? He feels nice a lot better like- now. He's like, I-, I said what I was mad about, and now I understand I wasn't seeing the whole scope of things. I'm going to go think about it a little bit. I'm going to walk away. remember mm-hmm. that episode of Parks and Rec where, um, <laughs> uh, God, Andy is living with uh, Adam Scott's character. I forgot what his name is. What's Oh, name? Ben. Ben, yeah, and he throws that Halloween party, and mm-hmm. Ben's just being passive aggressive the entire time. So and then they get into a wrestling match on the floor. Yeah, Andy just puts him in a headlock for the entire party <laughs> until he tells him to punch him, and then you know they, they get it all out in the open. That's what I'm seeing here. Like Andy's Torgor's just covered in blood. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he's like, "Oh, you broke my nose. Oh, wait, you broke my nose." <laughs> <laughs> Like, come on, man! I just want to know where you're met. And like, Andy's like, "Yeah, I've got five brothers." Yeah, <laughs> that's such a good episode. Oh, I love that show. <laughs> so, Torgor, you're gonna you're gonna go. You 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 got a pretty good handle on things. You're gonna go take a little walk. Oh, Torgor feels better. Yeah, I don't even take a walk. Just Torgor walks over to Wenzel and like goes over. He's like, "What are you working on?" Uh, and he he looks up and he's got this kind of like hollow like look on his face. It's, it's like he's not really seeing you. Like he can hear you or whatever, but he's not t- totally there. Uh, and he just says equations. He turns back and, and the pe- the pen keeps scratching on the paper. And Fred sees this and she turns to to tack and whatever she says. They've been this way the whole time. Yeah. Oh yeah, the entire time, which is very weird because, like, I don't know. Like when I first met this guy, we couldn't get him to shut up, right? And like yeah. now, he's kind of in this weird trance where he's just writing everything down constantly. Mm-hmm. 
I could make him talk. <laughs> We're going to need to see what he knows, mm-hmm. uh, but I'm pretty sure his mind has been altered pretty seriously by the Demir. So what we're going to get out of him, not a very strong indicator. Maybe he's just still shell shock. You know, torture can take a lot out of people. I looked into his eyes and I, he, as someone who's recently dealt with some of that, (laughs) his mind's been altered. Can I, can we like make it? Uh, can I like make a medicine check of some kind on him? Yeah, just, yeah. You want to like check him? Yeah, just sure. like what is what is medicine based off? Is that wisdom? It's I think it's intelligence. No, it's wisdom. wisdom. It's minus two. So let's yeah. go for it. I'm still not bad. You got twelve. Yeah. Twelve. Physically, I mean, he seems fine. He's always yeah. been a little like undernourished. Uh, it's not like he was in great shape before they got him, but it's not, they didn't, there's no obvious signs of torture. He hasn't had any bones broken. He hasn't been stabbed or burned. He has no bruises. Um, yeah. Right. Tech. It's like a, it's like a a blank canvas. Um, (laughs) physically he seems fine. Um, a little dehydrated. Uh, just in like a generally not great shape, but like. Yeah. Is it nighttime? What time of day is it? It's Ravnica time. It's always kind of gray out. Like, yeah. like it's yeah, it's perpetual twilight. Sometimes it's brighter than others. Ravnica is a gloomy place. Um, right. Yeah. I like reiterate to the group like uh Oh yeah, I forgot that. Physically <laughs> fine. But clearly not okay. So actually is there anything you can do to undo Demir mind magic? <laughs> no. Mm-mm. Well, uh, Rose is not going to be happy. Um, can Rhoda go like sit down across from him? Mm, yeah. From- sure. She sits down across from him and she says, uh, "Hey, hey, bud, have they given you food and drink yet?" He looks up. And he's like. There's ice cream everywhere. It's very distracting. <laughs> okay. I know. We'll get that cleaned up. We, the people who did that, will absolutely get that cleaned up right now. Cool. And Ro- I'll get them up. <laughs> Gone. There's too much tension in this room. <laughs> the floor is carpet. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, just mopping the carpet. It's, oh, it's not going to be better. Tech pieces out. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Tech left. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Tech, tech's like. I'll get him up. Go see him up. Le- yeah. Like left, left host in the shell. Mm-hmm. Or just left the room. I imagine. Okay. Yeah. Um. Uh. Okay. So, you do you want water or food, Wenzel? He, he shakes. He shakes his head. Uh, he's like, I'm. I'm fine. I just. Uh, I have a. Problem I need to solve. Okay. Um. Well, I, I turned to one of him like, "What problem did you give him?" I gave him like the like some basic problem, but he's been expanding on it. Like he's gone off the rails. Wenzel, have you been working on this problem before today? And he uh, he looks up and he says, "Um, I." I had a conversation. I can't remember with whom. And now I 
had the numbers. I can't. I need to keep working. Wenzel, I'm going to say something that's kind of scary. Your mind has been altered by some kind of magic. Oh. Uh, okay. Okay, great. Took that really well. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And he's like, I don't, uh, I don't feel different. Should I? No, no, you shouldn't feel different. But those gaps that you're talking about, the things that you can't remember, that's going to be why. So you don't need to freak out because there's a reason. Um, Wenzel, uh, this thing that you're working on and like Winnegar is like picking up the pages and like looking at it. It's like, um, what is it? Well, um, it's, uh, it's hard to, um, I, I don't know that you have the discipline to understand the math, honestly. Can you explain the concept? I don't really do layman's explanations. I'm going to make a raw, like, intelligence check on it. Yeah, you're making arcana. I mean, it's an arcana check. An arcana check. Yeah, which won't be worse, so. Sure is a yeah. lot of math Nine. on that paper. Oh, so much math. Diagrams and, and parabolas and what have you. Who remembers Minotaur algebra and, like, kind of, like, gets a little bit, but not much. Wenzel, what... Is this, like, you don't do concepts, so this isn't a concept. This is an actual thing. And he he sighs, and he looks around, as if just, like, finally realizing where he is. He looks around the room, and he says, What kind of office is this? You don't even have a whiteboard. (laughs) Do you, will that help if we get you a whiteboard? Well, if I'm going to explain it to you, then... We actually do have a whiteboard. We use it for business. We use it's, it for strategy. Yeah, plans. it's jammed up. It's jammed up behind a big pile of his stuff. Oh, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, well. Torgo, help me with this. this. Okay. Do you need? Uh, I look at Wenzel. I was like, do you care for any of this? Like any Wenzel, of the th- Yeah, any, Wenzel, any this is all your stuff. By the you, way, we saved it from yeah. scavengers. I don't think Wenzel cares at all. Okay. When well, Wenzel's. <laughs> I knock yeah, it down. Push it in the hall. Oh. Yeah. Push it in I the hall. Like, grab, grab the whiteboard. Really quickly move it and put it into the. Uh, yeah, and then we move the whiteboard in front of Wenzel. Okay. All right. So you uh, you you bring it over and he he takes he takes a dry erase marker, uh, and he uh, he says, uh, "I'll I'll try to explain it to you." Um, so, and he draws on the on the 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 board. And actually, I guess I could just I could just do it. I could just try to give you a shitty interactive a shitty Adam Coble drawing time. Uh, let okay. me let me create a new page and drag everybody over to it. And I'm I will, so excited. I'll give you I'll give you <laughs> Wenzel's Wenzel's whiteboard diagram time. There will be a test, so everyone just get ready. Uh, okay, so let's set this to uh, gray so we can look at it. It's not a terrific. I hope eyesore. it's multiple choice. I'm really nervous. <laughs> 
Okay, so he he comes up to the board and with the marker he draws a uh, he draws a, a an ovoid. <laughs> so he says, everyone knows that this is what Ravnica looks like. It's a flat disc, and around the outsides of the disc is the rubble belt. Just a lot of ruin, right? Above yeah. it is the sky. Oh, sky! Yeah. Below, yes. <laughs> layers. Okay. More Ravnica. We continue to build on top as things collapse. Uh, this is how we get the uh, Golgari underground and the various ruins. Um, this is what the world looks like. Uh, everything uh, we know is contained uh, within it. But what if? And he uh, he he erases everything on the board. He like wipes it with his sleeve. What if everything that we know? Isn't everything that there is, and he he writes Ravnica on the thing and draws a circle around it, and then he draws circles in other places on the board, and he draws question marks in them, and he says, "What if there are other places, and those other places have uh, their own cities and and people and." Uh, their own magic and what if those things were able to travel between these worlds with sufficient uh, force you would be able to uh, permeate the barrier between the two now this plane theory uh, has been uh, it's been disproven and you you know some of this stuff Winnegar right like this is a this is in in normal circles, this is like crazy talk, right? Yeah. Um, but what's interesting is that he's he's explaining to you something that all of you kind of already have to take for granted, given that you know a truth that he is only now coming to realize, right? That like Jace Bellerin is a planeswalker and planeswalkers are real and they are a threat to Ravnica and that there are other places and like all of this is true. And so he's explaining this theory as he, he draws on the board. Uh, and, uh, and he says, um, I had this idea and I think that it came from a conversation that I had with someone I, I can't remember. What if, and he, he goes and he draws the circle again. What if we could build a bridge between the two so that people from Ravnica could travel to the other side and people from there could come here or or maybe more importantly what if we could make that bridge a barrier what if we could protect ourselves from outsiders coming and, and going I, I feel like I've I'm saying someone else's words I this conversation I've, I've had it with uh, and he like he slumps down uh, on the table. He just sits on the table and he knocks over some parfait containers and he, he puts his hand on his head and he's just like, this is somebody else's work. I don't. Wenzel, this is the mind magic we were warning you about. So I'm. I'm going insane. I mean, no. not, not no. the way that you think. 
Well, that's not a, a helpful thing to say to someone who's worried about going. And- <laughs> I I keep having these these thoughts, and 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 he looks at you, Winnegar, like you know I'm crazy. You know this is insane. Like we've been in the same like classes before, and he's like, planar theory. This is. It's it's quack science. It's not real. Ravnica is everything that there is. There's nothing beyond the rubble belt. The Parhelion went there. The angels came back, and, and it's just void. It's emptiness. So why can't I get it out of my head? Because you're right. <laughs> I mean... <laughs> so you, you say that, and, and we get the, the tight shot of, of Wenzel's sweaty face. And he he looks up and he says to you, what? And I think when he says that we, we cut to, we cut to a a previous scene and we see, uh, we see, uh, Ral and, uh, and Wenzel and they're, they're talking, they're, they're at Wenzel's house and Ral is just leaving. Um, and, uh, you can see that there are some people outside loading a crate from Wenzel's, uh, workshop onto Ral's like wagon. It's his little, like, is it wagon? So he's got some, some people in there. They're taking something that, that Wenzel has made for Ral and they're putting it on Ral's wagon and Ral like shakes his hand and he says something we don't we don't get to hear uh and uh and then it it fades to Wenzel back in his uh in his lab afterwards and you can see him like looking at some of the very like the similar the same math uh and there's a there's a knock on the door and it's been like quickly most recently enough that he's like oh well Ral must have forgotten something or he needs so he gets up and we see Wenzel walk to the door and when he opens it, uh, we see we see a man in a uh, a dark blue cloak uh, with the hood up, and we we can't see his face, um, but we see Wenzel look up at him, and we can see Wenzel say, like he looks confused. He's like, "I'm sorry, I don't. Who are you?" And this guy steps into the room, and as he steps in, we see his eyes glow uh, with a bright blue light, and we can see the swirly tattoos on his face glowing with the same uh, as he puts his hand out to like touch Wenzel, and the door closes behind him, and we 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 snapped a commercial on that, and uh, Wenzel. Yeah, and we like this is all in Wenzel's memory. We see him like remembering these these interactions. Uh, albeit uh, through the fog of powerful mind magic. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, so Wenzel, Wenzel is recovering some of some of the memory that was that was buried, starting to start figuring out what it is that he's been working on, and uh, we'll see if he knows anything else when we get back from our break. So cool. stick around. Uh, we'll be right back uh, with the uh, the second half of today's episode of Jace Ballard and Must Die. Don't go anywhere. <laughs> <laughs> 